only humbles us all to revere God. Amen. We thank God for this week and what He is doing amongst us. The work for tonight has been made very easy by my two previous brethren. Because when we heard about the ultimate sacrifice, Jesus Christ, almost everything anybody else may want to say has been said. And we heard also about the price of the sacrifice. And tonight as we engage ourselves in the benefits of the sacrifice, I believe that we have the right foundation to travel tonight. My desire is that every one of us will be able to apply the word of God to his or her experience or his situation according to the word. Amen. We will take our main scripture which is First John chapter 3 and verse 16 which reads, For love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, I pray, Lord, you would speak to us tonight. Minister to us tonight. Save us tonight. Deliver us tonight. Enlighten us tonight. Strengthen us tonight. Guide us tonight. Lord, let your word come in your strength and in your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, we're talking about the benefits of the cross or of the sacrifice. I'm glad that as a child of God, I can pray. I'm glad that you too can pray. And the last few nights that we have come together, we spent time praying. We've, we've just been worshipping the Lord. After the initial worship, the choir came and they led us in special worship before the Lord. We are all these, through these things, we are actually experiencing the benefits. You see, the scripture says that 
like was said the first night, he said, Jesus, we are called. It means that the work that Jesus did covers the totality of all that we want to achieve in God. Hallelujah. But we cannot bring it all into our spirits in one night. So we 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 have to press it. The scripture says that when you give, it shall be given to you. It's good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. So we have to find a way to press it from different dimensions into the spirit of men. So, in a way, it's not too different what you have heard the previous two nights, but you see, it has to come all forms. But also, do not be deceived because there is a peculiar thing for you tonight which you have never heard nor experienced before. You know, we sing about the old ragged cross and all of these hymns every year. You ask yourself, why do we have to come to Good Friday? We come for 31st, we come for the Easter Sunday. And it seems like it's the same thing. But I can tell you, my dear brother or sister, that every time you hear it, there is a dimension that you have not fully received. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture talks about be of glory to another. And Paul said, when I come to you, he told the Romans, I will come to you the next time with the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. The fullness thereof. So it is possible that you have had the same word even today, but you might not have received the fullness. And sometimes, having received the fullness, you have a situation like Jesus said to when the woman of uh, uh, the woman of the issue of blood touched him. He said, "Who touched me? Virtue has gone out of me." You hear the word or you receive the word by teaching or by preaching or through a worship experience, whatever. As you step out and people ask you questions, as you face situations that bring, try to bring you down, or situations that question your faith, all of these are forms of virtue that is being taken out of you. And you need a replenishment of the virtue so that you can fulfill your divine assignment. So, 
So even though we know the scriptures that show that Jesus in him, we are complete. As you catch some revelation, even for us who are teaching and leading in prayer, which tonight we trust God to be able to pray a, lot, a little bit longer, I believe that as we do this, we are, some of us have been Christians for 40 something years. I don't know how many more years I can count. But we've lost count of the number of years. But every year we hear these words. They enrich us differently. They revive us differently. They give us a better revelation of the Christ that we serve. Hallelujah. Amen. Now tonight when we talk about the benefits, we will never be complete. Let us understand this thing. Nobody is ever going to be able to perceive the, the fullness of the benefits of the sacrifice whilst we live here on earth. Because, you see, part of the benefits are not things you can read about, are things you have to experience in eternity. And also, some of them, even if you experience it here, there are dimensions of the experience. And you may not fully comprehend that. That is why Paul, even though he taught the people, he said that, I pray that you might receive the depth and the length and the breadth of that message of the, of the cross, of the, of, the, of, the, of the blood and of the sacrifice. So it, it, if you don't back it with prayer and you don't back it with, uh, uh, mix it with faith, you may not fully comprehend it. But tonight, you are going to decide and I that as much measure as can fill me, I need it. Say to the Lord, Lord, I need it. Lord, I need. I need a feeling. I need the feeling. I need a fullness. I need the fullness for tonight. For tonight. You know, there is a song that says, "Fill my cup, Lord." I lift it up to you. So, as you hear the word, let that be your prayer. Let that be your heart cry. That Lord, I want you to fill my cup so far as this benefits of the sacrifice is concerned. So, as much as I can feel, as much revelation as I can get, as much uh, comprehension as I can get, as much transformation, that Holy Spirit will help me to be transformed. I need it. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight I'm going to just trust God to be able to bring five important dimensions of the benefits. Our scripture says in John that as he laid his life down for us, we ought also to lay our lives down for the brethren. 
Atrona ya kaya no sister dey Jesus di ne nkwato ho maye no Sarah na sister yensu ya di nkwato ho emanuanom So I'm coming from the perspective of the benefit to us and how our relationship can benefit others let me say that every benefit to you and I as believers is a benefit of we being transit quarters. We are transitional uh, uh, custodians of God's grace. When we receive comfort, like Paul said to the Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter 1, 3 and 4, he says, when we receive comfort, we receive comfort that we comfort others that need to be comforted. When we receive grace, we receive grace that we may pass on the grace so others will receive more grace. Hallelujah. Amen. When you receive a gift of the Spirit, like the fivefold ministry, the scripture says it's for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. So when I, 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 you say, okay, the Lord gave me a gift of a prophet, I'm, I'm not supposed to be just enjoying and, 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 and set up a, 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 a canopy and people come in and call and be telling them things about their lives and collecting their money and that's it. It's supposed to be able to equip people to do the work of the ministry. It's the same for all the other gifts. So every benefit is for transfer of a sort. First and foremost is to glorify God and then secondly is for transfer to benefit humanity. If the benefit comes to me or it comes to you and it's not glorifying God in a way that it should be and then it's also not transferred to humanity, we have missed it. No, none of these benefits is for us to glory in ourselves. That is why Apostle Paul told the Corinthians that what he is able to do it by the grace of God that works in him. Hallelujah. Amen. The book of Hebrews in gives us a lot of information about the benefits of the sacrifice. So a lot of my references will come from this book. The first and most important dimension of the benefit is the benefit over or the benefits relating to sin. The benefits relating to sin. The victory over sin. Paul said to the Romans that Sin shall have no dominion over you. We have heard over the past few days about the sacrifice of the Old Testament to cater for sin. 
na naka kreche mi ya tisa dia pamdada numuno ya desa farubodie echucha bonimu. And today, in our world, one of the biggest challenges we are all having as believers and even especially unbelievers is the problem of sin. All this delta force and all these things is due to the problem of sin. <laughs> all the different things that it's because of the problem of sin. Whenever you read in the papers that one person has chopped the whole budget, five million or dollars, and he has he's squandered away, away it's, 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 it's reflecting the problem of sin. And it's not sent out there. I'm even talking about even within the church. Hallelujah. Anytime you see people struggling to come before God, the issue is about sin. That is why God sent Jesus Christ. See, if Jesus came and we had all the benefits, like we are promoted, saying we are priests and kings and all the glorious attributes that we say that believers have, and the problem of sin and relationship with God, so far as sin is concerned, is not addressed, it's useless. If the priest, if, 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 if the, 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 the cross or the sacrifice only came to make you uh, reign, rule over, uh, uh, be, be respected in society, accepted that, oh, believers, children of God are the greatest people on earth or the happiest people on earth, if only that is what it achieves, then we haven't solved anything. Hallelujah. So God made it very clear in the book of Hebrews, and I'll come to that in a short while, that everything that we are doing, so far as God is concerned, primarily our relationship with God is a relationship that is based on how is the problem of sin. And it is that which Jesus came to address. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 22. Verse 22 says, And according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. And without shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins, according to King James. Then verse 26 says, He then would have have to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the end of the ages, He has appeared to put away sin by the price of him. 
profound meeting kuno enyimu edienu mienu ampa wadi moja na ete enyoma nyina ho se de emra no tie na moja engu a bonifache ini ho edienu nsianu eni anka esanu se otan hunu amane afri wiase asifre na afia wiase emra wiye droyi weyi ne ho edi prekwese onam afode a ode ne ho boye no beyi bon Every see God by His nature, the Scripture says, is holy. And because He's holy, what He cannot take above everything else is sin. So the Scripture says that through the sacrifice that we've just read, the purified by the blood, without shedding of blood, there is no remission. Without that blood. That activity, that which blocks us in our relationship with God, could not have been dealt with except there was a sacrifice. Verse 26 says that once and for all. Hallelujah. Amen. What it means is that there had been intermittent attempts. To deal with the issue. Not only we, but God had instituted some medium term solutions. Through the law. The Mosaic law, as we don't want to, we talked about it on Monday, so we're not going to go into details on that. But the point I'm making here is that sin was the problem and has always been the issue. But when the blood of Jesus came on the scene, According to the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 7, we are told that in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. We, we know that that would have caused us to be punished by God or have been alienated from God. But because now the blood of Christ has been shed, you and I, he says, we have redemption. Now, redemption means that we have been paid, you have been bought back or freed. Now, understand this thing. We are free. Sin came because we were slaves to sin. We just obeyed the instincts and the dictates and the way sin wanted to have its way in our lives. We were slaves to sin. If you felt like insulting or lusting or doing anything, you just did it. But when you read further in the book of Romans 6, uh, 16 up to 18, it says that, don't you know that to whom that you make yourselves a servant, then you are then slaves to that thing. 
Na Roma fawo metin sianu bebi na ka kire yense na yenim se nia ye gai ye homa no no eno enko ana ye ya na Because Jesus paid the price of sin and now we are reconciled the institution or instruction of the of Satan through sin to us Hallelujah. Amen. So when you come further in the same Romans 6 verse 14 the scripture says for sin shall have no dominion over you. You, you I used to be a slave to sin. You used to be a slave to sin. But the benefit of the cross is the fact that you and I are no longer slaves to sin. And furthermore, on the subject of sin, he makes a provision. When you go to First John, he says, even if we make a mistake or we fall or sin we slip he says he has made a restitution he has made a provision uh, to him through confession of sins that's why it says in first john 1 verse 9 if we confess our sins faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness the benefit of the cross or the benefit of sacrifice of Jesus is number one, the fact that we now have victory over sin. We have a provision for the sin. How does it translate to my to, 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 to this benefit? How does it get onto my neighbor? In the Lord's prayer, we say, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who, are, who sin against us, who trespass against us. That is the first way of passing on the benefit to others. When he says that he has made us a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, when you look in Hebrews again, in chapter 5, you see that the priest, he says we ought to be compassionate, those that close, those that are at fault, or those who make mistakes. In Hebrews 5, from verse 1 to 4. Now what is that therefore? So that because we have received forgiveness, we also ought to be compassionate. If somebody is sleeping, if a brother or sister is going through a situation that is difficult with sin, we, 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 are, we are, not that we are supportive, but we are t- tolerant, knowing very well that we have been there before. So on the issue of victory over sin, I gain victory over sin so that I help my brother or my sister to gain victory over sin. 
I receive forgiveness of sin so I can pass on forgiveness to a neighbor or brother or sister. I receive reconciliation so that I can also reconcile the world to Christ. So when I become an ambassador of Christ, I'm, I'm speaking for Christ. My ambassadorial role is not to enjoy uh, luncheons and, and dinners and, and, and receive words. It, it just comes by the grace of God. But the primary duty is to reconcile the world to Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Every one of us is called as an ambassador or a minister of reconciliation. Tell your neighbor you are a minister of reconciliation. You are, you are, it is your privilege. It's your benefit to be trusted by God. You are a priest of God. Let me tell you, my brother and sister, that comes with a great responsibility. That is why we are going to tonight pray and intercede for our family members and people around us who, are, who don't we have received the benefit Jesus said freely you have received freely give we are able to go to God in reconciliation and plead for mercy because of the blood we know how to cry before the Lord when we know that iniquity has come near us. We have been graced with the ability to intercede for people who also need such grace. Tonight we are going to stand in that same office of the mediators. We're going to stand in the office of the priests. Jesus already pleaded done the final one. We are not going to die again. But we just going to invoke the blood of Jesus. To speak on behalf of those ones around us who are lost. We are going to also accept that we have, as we have received mercy, so give we mercy to our brethren. Brethren or family people around us who are, might offend us or might have offended us, let the Holy Ghost bring down something in your heart. Turn around somebody's heart tonight and have a heart of mercy tonight. Not only be our kuma move for the, to God, we are going to release people and show mercy. Because 
One of the verses I love so much in Hebrews chapter 13, I'm moving on to the next benefit, which is, he gives us 13 verse 15. He's dealing with the subject of access to worship and praise. And tonight we're going to talk to God about that as well. He says, Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Now, if you read the preceding verses, it's talking about the blood of Jesus. And the purpose that he has substituted the, the blood of animals. Before Jesus came, when Moses was talking to the people at the time of his sacrifice, the people could not even go near the presence of God. And even after Moses, we know that when they had a temple, people could not access everywhere, especially women or people that were deformed or had problems in their body. Even Jesus' time, when he went to the temple, not everybody was accessing the presence of God. It is a privilege for you and I to be invited by God. He says, let us therefore... By him continually. I, 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 I feel sad when people come before God, sad, morose. Or sometimes you see people coming to church and it's like as if someone is, they have been dragged, they have been forced. They don't understand. Catch some revelation about coming to the presence of God tonight. Amen. Let us continually, everybody say continually, continually, morning, afternoon, evening, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, at the workplace. In the house, in the bathroom, in the kitchen. He says, let us continually. Do you understand the word continually? You may not be a worshiper like Mysteria was singing in that sense. But a heart of gratitude, a heart that, that, that is longing for the presence of God, a heart that appreciates the things of God. 
That is the benefit. It's an invitation. It says, the fruit of our lips. You cannot be in the presence of God and be quiet. You cannot be in the presence of God and be scanning through your WhatsApp messages. If you, are, if you understand what it means to be continually worshipping the Lord. Catch the message of the revelation. Catch it. Catch something about being continual. Everybody say continually. Say Worship. Continually. Pray. Continually, worship. Continually, praise. Why you do when you see people dancing and praising God? It is a benefit. It's a privilege. Once upon a time, human beings could not go before God and dance and rejoice. Today it says, let us continually appear before him with the fruit of our lips. Accept the sacrifice of praise. You say you don't know the words. The scripture says that singing to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing by the, Paul said, I will sing with my spirit and I will sing with my understanding. It's a benefit. We are even double beneficiaries because once upon a time, if you couldn't read Latin, you couldn't even go to church. Once upon a time, if you couldn't sing in any of those foreign Greek and all of that, you couldn't express your worship to God. Today, in any attire, Thank God for people like Ephraim Amu. Thank God, come before us. They've opened the door. Even preachers, we can, we can wear anything and preach. Amen. So, what is your limitation? Amen. What is holding you? For, for, for what he has done for you, you see, you couldn't come before God. You always carried a load of sin. You felt like you, 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 you were a, a non-entity. You were miscreant, misfit. We were nothing. Now he says, because Jesus has paid the price, and now we can come. He himself has drawn the invitation. The invitation number one, come before him in worship. Amen. What is your problem? By speaking in tongues. Tonight, worship lifestyle change. Tell the Lord, because of the blood, because of the cross, because of the sacrifice, my worship lifestyle, I want it to change. Amen. He said continually, sometimes you say, oh, I, today I'm not happy, so I cannot praise God. Whether rain or shine, whether you are, you, are, you are happy or not, whether you are a problem or not, whether you are abused or not, he said, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Worship the Lord. Amen. Amen. 
It reminds me of Solomon. The Bible said he, even he who didn't have a revelation that we have today, he, 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 he poured so many uh, 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 sacrifices before God and the priest could not, the scripture says, and the priest could not even stand to minister. Tonight, the sacrifice must change our worship. Amen. Because he has invited us to a level of worship. Something else the sacrifice is going to change and has to change and has changed is our prayer intercession. One of another favorite verses in chapter 4 of Hebrews says in 15 and 16, For we do not have a high priest which cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but we are all contented as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly. I like the part 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hallelujah. Amen. Enti mumayamfa enam embra aduma hingwane nim na yenyahumo bro na yenyamo bro huno na yehuno adum na ebra esemo abuayen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because of the sacrifice, he says he is inviting us. Not you and I are forcing. Now look at the chapter ten. There is something there that I also love. I want us to look at it quickly. From verse 19 to 23. Let's be very quick about that. It says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness, again, you see the word boldness, enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by the sacrifice, by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which, is, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a priest over the house of God, Verse 22 says, Let us draw near, near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. Aya kwamfufra ewo enkwa efa intomutam eni se ne hunamu ne se yewo nyankopon fie so sofo kasienti mumma yamfa nokre akoma wogidia etinye enimukra emra se nipa wo akoma ho efri ahunim bonimu na wode insukronje ejare wo nipedia Mama yanso enidaso asema yejina sukano mu pinti efrise onukwafo ni die oshebono Hallelujah Amen Three things that matter in this whole thing that we've just read Number 1 he talks about boldness Number 2 he talks about the heart Then number 3 he assures you and I that he is faithful 
Okanam ye no kakuma na fe or say and din se or ye no kofu de yakin yina boldness. And he qualifies the boldness by saying that even though you have to be bold, don't be flippant. The fact that we must be bold in coming before the Lord does not mean we should be flippant. That even as we are coming, let us approach him with reverent fear. Hallelujah. Amen. Shows you that you're coming to him, but whatsoever you bring before him, he hears us. What these passages we've just read is supposed to do is to eliminate the role of intermediaries in prayer in our lives. Unless it's critically necessary, you don't really need. He's assuring you and me that because of the sacrifice of Christ, we don't need, you see, all these people who are paying money, 500 cities, consultation fee, 200 cities, all of these people don't know the word of God. Jesus said, you err because you don't know the scripture. When you know that God himself has invited you, when he says, come unto me, all you that labor and heavenly laden, I'll give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you. Hallelujah. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. And he says that, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I'll hear you, I'll answer you. Then he asks on into the new text, let us therefore come boldly. Boldly. Come boldly. Bold means that be daring. Irrespective of the shame and the reproach and all the challenge you may have, just come. But as you come, come in reverence fear. Don't, he, 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 he's cutting us. I wish if a pastor or intercessor decided to do all your prayers for you, how much time can he do? How much can he carry? But God who reads your heart knows he sees it all. When you come boldly before God, you are, you are honoring that promise. That, that's the benefit. That's the privilege. That It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how long you have been in the faith. It doesn't matter. Let us, every, every, the, the hours means anybody who has been washed by the blood. Who has been affected by the blood. Anybody who has, who has applied the blood and says, I come in the blood name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, hear me. The Lord, heaven has no excuse but to listen because of the blood. Amen. Will you tonight take on a new posture in your prayer life and be willing to, to call upon him in season and out of season and, 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 and minimize this over-dependence on third parties? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Two things and then we will stand to pray in a minute. We have through the sacrifice victory over Satan and his allies. Hallelujah. Amen. When you read Colossians chapter 2, 
and verse from 9 to 15, but I will not spend time. I will read only verse 15. He says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Because last night and the night before we heard about Philippians chapter 2, where we were told that because of the, sacred, the humility of Christ, going down to the cross, he was elevated and given a name above every name. That at the, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad, I thank God that from the age of maybe 14, 15, when the Lord had called us at the age of 12, by the time we were 15, 16, casting out devils because we had the name of Jesus. That's the benefit. You don't have to be a pastor to cast out devils. This sign shall follow them that believe. I remember at Legon Gardens, there was one sister, we went, she said, I'm having demons sleeping with me and all of that. Which was just about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. In Jesus' name, out! And she started having good sleep. No demons sleeping with her any longer. Amen. It has nothing to do with you have been called pastor or prophet or whatever. Just a believer following Jesus according to the scriptures. Because of that, you are blessed with the privilege of using the name of Jesus. Walking in the blood. Because the same scripture that we read in Revelation 12, 11 applies to you and I. It has nothing, there's no definition of who qualifies to use the name, who qualifies to use the blood, who qualifies to stand in the word of God. Anybody who is covered by the blood, washed by the blood, and sanctified by the blood is able to access the name. Hallelujah. Amen. Whether you're a student or a worker. In your workplace, somebody is having demonic problem, break time, lunch time, say, brother or sister, meet me and just touch them by the blood or speak to the spirit. A certain friend of mine came to me today earlier on this afternoon. I was having a chat with him. He had an encounter with the Lord in his personal experience. There's somebody who hadn't even been to Scripture Union, all of these, like we were privileged fellows, all of these. He just came and the Lord spoke to him and the Lord Jesus ministered to him in different ways. He was there in his church. They brought somebody who had gone off. Mental sickness. Mental, he's gone off completely. He said the Holy Ghost ministered to him and said to him, buy something. He had a, a, a certain 
um, oil, whatever, uh, anoint, just anoint the person. He said, give me a specific quantity. And this is where the instruction from God is very important in all of these things as well. And he, gave, he followed the instruction that the Lord gave to him. And believe you me, he told me that demons left him. Apparently, this guy who was brought from the north, he said, a southerner, had gone to do national service and had gone to impregnate somebody's child. And then he, he ran away. And the person took him to Juju. And the Juju had had effect. So he went off. But as soon as this, this young brother followed the instruction of the spirit, because, not because he was bishop or prophet, or any, just a simple Christian brother, just hearing the word of God, the Holy Ghost said, do this, bring him, and don't touch him, do this, that, 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 that. He just did that, and the guy was free. He came to his senses, confessed his sins, and he was set free. Say amen. No, he's now a sofu, but that time he wasn't anything. The benefit of the cross of, of, of sacrifice of Jesus is that everyone has of us here has the power over Satan, over demons, over anything sickness, over anything that is not from God. Say amen. And tonight we are going to invoke the power that we have in Jesus' name. Last but not the least, we want to, we are privileged to Enjoy or live in the hope of our coming Lord. Hebrews 9.28 in the Amplified. Hebrews 9.28 in the Amplified. Musicians and co please get ready. We'll just be coming before the Lord in a, in a minute. Hebrews 9.28. Worshippers and all, please be quick, very quick. Hebrews 9.28, Amplified. Okay. Even so, it is that Christ, having been offered to take upon himself and bear as a burden the sins of many once and once for all. Everybody say, once. once. And once for all. And once for all. Okay. It says, will appear a second time not to carry any burden of sin, nor deal with sin, but to bring to full salvation those who are eagerly, constantly, and patiently waiting for and expecting Him. Say Amen. Amen. Saransuna Christa wadinibor afadia prakose onswa nipa bebre boni no bakweti boni aye nihu edi ne imprenuswa achre wana washano kwano. Hallelujah. It means that the first time Jesus Christ came to judge the world, to convict the world of sin, that is the first one. Through that sacrifice, he dealt with that part of it. That was the concluding part of his message or his assignment. Now, because of what he did, it also opened a new chapter for us who are now the living. That today, you and I, we are not living hopelessly. That when we die, or any of us dies, we live in hope. 
and if he comes before the time, we know that he's coming to save his people. He's coming to bring us good news. So we are not living in fear of his coming. We are living in great hope and expectation of the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a lot more. I told you that this thing is for every, it covers so much. We can talk about just for these five issues, dimensions that we've spoken about. I want us to bow our heads for the first part of our, our prayer session because we're going to deal with the issue of sin first. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Says, come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Says, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. If we confess our sins, it's faithful and just to forgive us. All the divisions, everybody, let's spend this time is very important. This time is very important. Everybody. Because the whole issue begins with sin. If God deals with our sin, then we can enter his place of worship. Then we can pray and intercede. Then when the enemy comes against us, he will have nothing to say. Jesus said, the prince of this world comes, but he has nothing in me. So this session is very important. The benefit of being reconciled and being set free from sin the benefit of dominating sin and overcoming sin out of the control of sin whatever sin that easily beset us tonight talk to the Lord the word of the Lord says, For sin shall have no dominion over you. Whatever desire is trying to appear that that is how you were made, that's how you feel, or you can't do anything about it. From tonight, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus has dealt with that. So talk to the Lord and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Wherever you are sitting or standing, wherever you find yourself, say to the Lord, Lord, forgive me. Lord, my temper. Lord, my evil desire. Lord, my lust. Lord, my greed. Lord, this 
jealousy. Lord, this quarrelsome attitude. This suspicious attitude. Lord, have mercy upon me. This lying tongue, oh Lord. Your blood came for this. Oh Lord, this disrespect and dishonor. Lord, this irreverence for the things of the Spirit. This abstinence from the word of God and from the, the presence of God. Lord, deal with this situation for me. I ask for mercy. Because Jesus died for this as well. Help me, Lord. Your word says, Sin shall not have dominion over me. In you, Lord, I have redemption. Through the blood, I am free. Lord, I accept your work. On the cross, your victory over sin is for me. So I accept it. I receive your comfort. Now we want to rise to our feet. It says, let us therefore continually come before him, bringing before him our, 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 our sacrifice, the fruit of our lips. Give us a worship song that we can all together sing. In English, everybody can sing. Simple worship song. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, He invites us, let us come boldly. Let us come boldly. What would you desire of the Lord as you enter his presence? Begin to do intercession. Begin to do intercession for family. Begin to do intercession for loved ones. Begin to submit applications and petitions before God. Begin to make declarations before God. Call upon him. Sufreno. Kama seke pereke tanda ribara kataya. Rando rebreko tondo rebreko tondo rebrana. 
Let your prayer ascend to the heavens. For it says, let us come boldly. Let us come boldly. Shabiri kitenere balababa. Zondari barakatalababa. Beka balakataya. Beka barakataya. Beka barakataya. Boka barakatalababaya. As we pray for family. For the next minute. I want us to pray for church as well. I know that the faith of many have been shaking in the last few days because of a few incidents that we have had among us. Pray for steadfastness. Pray that brethren will be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. That nobody's faith will be shaken. But our, our hope in the Lord will be strengthened. As you stand in the presence of the Lord, boldly speak to the Lord upon this. Declare, declare the goodness of God in the midst of the storm. Declare the message of God in the name of Jesus. For he will never leave us nor forsake us. When we pass through the waters, they will not overshadow us. When we pass through the fire, we will not be consumed. In the name of Jesus. Always abounding in the love of the Lord. Be immovable. Be unshakable. Be steadfast. In the name of Jesus. For Jesus overcame principalities and powers and made a public show of them, triumphing in them. The scripture says, Oh, as you stand in the presence of Jehovah and as you invoke the power of the blood, you come against, we come against the spirit of intimidation, the spirit of, of fear, oh Lord, and confusion in the ranks in the name of Jesus. Lift up a standard, oh Lord, lift up a standard against the enemy of your soul, against the enemy of your soul, of the brethren, oh Lord, of the souls of the family, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, for we are in the black covenant with the Lord, hey Lord, the scripture said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you, when I see the blood, I will pass over you, we declare the covering of the blood upon the souls of the brethren, in the name of Jesus, hey Mamaya, 
Every arrow, every arrow against the body of Christ be repelled in the name of Jesus. Every diversion, every every focus of the enemy against the saints oh, be nullified in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus oh, has triumphed over Satan, over the powers of darkness. Hey Lord, in the name of Jesus. We refuse uh, to be afraid. Uh, oh, we refuse uh, to be downtrodden uh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Samika Tandere Papaya. You are very mebia. Nidi. Jesus. The scripture said in the book of Job, chapter 22, verse 28. You shall decree a thing, it shall come to pass. We will make the declarations of the blood. But beyond what I will say, they have your own declarations. And you declare them boldly before the Lord. Because you are a child of the blood. Say after me, beloved, as we declare. I am justified by the blood. I am justified by the blood of Jesus. Therefore, I am not condemned. I have redemption and deliverance. And salvation. By the blood of Jesus. I have forgiveness of all the sins by the blood of Jesus I have been brought near God by the blood of Jesus by the blood of Jesus I am sanctified I am redeemed by the blood of Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus we declare you Lord, we accept the work of the sacrifice and the benefits thereof. None of your children will fall victim to slavery by sin. Slavery by the devil. Lord, we walk in the liberty which we have been called. We pray, O oh God, greater grace will be our portion. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.